Welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Said. Welcome to another edition of the Kasafa Show, where we will hear from South African coach Pizza Mosamani, who's just won a second African Champions League title, this time with the Egyptian giants Al Ahli. They defeated their Cairo rival Zamalek in the final, and Mosamani will offer us some insight into that win on his stay in Egypt and leaving Mamelodi Sundowns in October. We also have the La Liga Santander's managing director in South Africa, Marcos Pellegrin, to discuss their new partnership with Casafa that hold great excitement on a number of fronts, as well as the work that the league is doing to lift the game on the African continent. But first, let's hear from Pizza Mosamani, who discussed a wide range of issues in a sit-down with the South African Football Journalists Association this week. He led Ali to a 2-1 victory in the Champions League final last month to add to his 2016 success with Sundowns. I've been in a whirlpool ever since I've been here. You know, it hasn't been easy because, you know, um, you can just say that uh, probably it was easy for me because the league was already won and there was only five games left. But um, it's, it's not like that because, um, you know, uh, at this level, at this stage, results are very important. And um, you might say, oh, okay, you, you, the, the team was already in the semi-final of Champions League. Yes, it was. But um, for me to get there, I had to win all the games that uh, are in between the semi-finals. And if you don't win those, if you lose those, all those games, you know the story, you won't be here. It's a fact. So those games of the league were pressure games for me because everybody wanted to see if, uh, can we trust this guy? Can we go with this guy? What is he bringing? What is he going to do differently to what uh, uh, has been done? Because the league is won. So that's the pressure. And the pressure is to first to continue winning. Uh, okay, there was draws a little bit in between and uh, losses. And I had to start my own journey and you start your own journey by winning games. And you start your own journey by showing the difference. So what is it that you're bringing here? You can't come with the same thing that has been happening. So why they brought you? You know, they can, they can as well as use their, their assistant coach who's been there. So what are you bringing to the table? So I brought the way we play. I changed the way we play. I changed the format. I changed the principles. You know, I, I put my, I always say my software, you know, and to put your software, you need to get rid of the software that's inside. So it's like you're cleaning your laptop, you're cleaning the system and you're putting your own new software and you have to tell the people who have to apply to use that, that software and teach them how to do it. So I had to it's like take out what I found, uh, what won the leak. And, and remember, you're taking out what won the leak. No, I mean, really, you must bring something different. So I, I took out what won the leak and everyone says, why are you changing now? I said, no, because I, I need you to play differently because the way you play to win the league I don't think is the right way to win the Champions League yes you can win the league that way because you've already won the league anyway but Champions League is totally different and and we can't go the same way as you guys have been going going for the last seven years without winning the Champions League so we need to make changes because if you go the same way we've been following it means we can get the same results so the chances are us getting the same results are many so let's go a different way and a different route and and when you do that, people are just looking at you to say, what is this guy doing now? What is he bringing here? So I said, I am bringing the way Sundowns plays. And you said you want the way Sundowns plays. 
because Sundowns play even now. I, I watch the games of Sundowns. I get games of Sundowns. I do watch on. I stream the games. It's been the same. So you don't have to change. Why do you want to change? You know why you fix it when it's broken? I mean that thing has won the trouble last year. Well, why you change it? I mean just just enjoy the ride. So I said this is what I'm bringing to the table. You liked it? They said yes, we liked it. Uh, I mean the whole North Africa. Until you are here, then you understand what people think about South Africa. What people think about your team because you never know. And mostly when you get it from the players, it's another. It's, it's totally different from when you get it from admin or when you get it from people outside or you get it from from media. It's totally different when you get it from the players and the coaches. They say no, no, no. We like that. They like that. and then anyway, they say that's why we brought you here. By the way, you know, so we brought you to win the Champions League for us. And you know that also the mentality is totally it's a bit different. You won the Champions League against Zamalek, so we're playing Zamalek. So you know the the mental side also on the on the team and on Zamalek uh, to say we brought somebody who knows how to win against you because Amalek was part of that and and the only team that we haven't played against was uh, Raja Casablanca you know but I know Raja because uh, Jamal the coach is, is sitting next to me in the class in Morocco so I know how he thinks and I, I, I see also how he does his practicals so I, I almost know and I, and I watch by the way I watch the two games so and and the other team is Zamalek and us and Raja I mean we that I mean I've played eight times against we that I, I, I should not have an excuse against we that you know and they said you understand Widat you, you know Zamalek and you will Widat and Raja are not too far so maybe that's why I was the right candidate for the job because you know you get somebody who doesn't know the, the thing and if you look, if you listen to their statements from, from the president Captain uh, Bibo Al-Khatib you hear him he says we brought him because he knows the training pitches in Morocco he knows the stadiums in Morocco he knows the stadiums in, in, in Egypt whether we play in Borgarab in in Alexandria or we play in Cairo Stadium uh, he knows he's been there and he knows the mentality and the culture so this is the right guy and but it's difficult because in, since 1907 you, you, you are replacing the Europeans only and, and uh, or you're replacing the South Americans or you're replacing the local coaches who have you know always the Europeans don't, we don't last the foreigners don't last long here in this league so every time there's a local coach who takes over until they find the foreigner to come so since 1907 it has been like that so uh, and that's also pressure pressure for, for Africa pressure for, for Africans to coach I'm saying Africans outside uh, North Africa so it's been the pressure to do that and pressure to win the games and this pyramid you know pyramid is the third strongest force you know it's like sundowns pirates and shifts and, and pyramid so you have to build up to those games to show that you can get to the Champions League and also you have two rounds of the cup to get to the final yeah thanks God uh, things have gone the right way we we haven't lost a game up till now touch wood we don't change uh, 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 ourselves and we have received less least number of goals which you know I like to play a little bit conservative uh, if if I feel that we have to close the game, I close it. And if I feel that we have to turn the volume up and, and move on, and we have scored goals, beautiful. You know, average of two two goals per game, or maybe 2.2 or 2.1. I don't know the, the mathematics where you can help me with that. But the most important thing is to change change the way we play and, and make them enjoy football because normally it becomes just a ju- it becomes a fight, jewels and energy spent. And, and you know, the mentality in North Africa, they have the right uh, attitude for the game. They 
they go for it, you know. It's, it's unlike in South Africa. You know, South Africa, sometimes we have games where you ask ourselves, what happened to the team today? Why are you not committed? You don't find this. The culture here, the mentality is, is, is another level. They they go for it and they bash. They, the jewels are more jewels, the big boys here. You know, and an and average of a player is, if you know my height, 1.73, something like that. I'm not the tallest you know, amongst the boys, the boys are a little bit of a height of, uh, you know, I would say uh, the Wayne Arances, the you know, the, the, that kind of a height, Madisha's size and structure. The bigger boys, and you have about five, average five, six, seven players. That's what I used to struggle with, uh, with with set pieces when I go south to North Africa. I said, hey, we need to look after set pieces because they are good in that. It's like in Europe. But we have built to the final and... Uh, yeah, we got two two rounds of the semi-finals. They were tough because you know, like the it's like the NetBank Cup, the FA Cup is also tough. Yeah, but thanks God we are where we are. Arriving at Alakli is not an easy place. You you feel Alakli aura. You feel the Alakli weight first when you go to to the embassy to go get the the visas for your passport. Whilst you're still in South Africa, that's when you feel Alakli aura and the weight leaks out quickly there. You know, uh, they already knew that the team is talking to me um, before I even signed the contract and all that. Uh, this was a whirlpool. Everything went quickly. It was two days. Everything was sorted in two days. The contract, visa, everything, two days, you know. And, and also speaking, uh, giving respect to my beloved Sundowns about my departure. So everything had to happen in two days. And, uh, and you know, it's not easy to get uh, the president of my Sundowns because he travels as a business person. And, and the last thing I want is for him to read on the newspapers that I'm leaving. So I had to give him the respect and uh, talk to him one-on-one and locate him. I couldn't locate him in the first day, one day of the two days, you know? Yeah, you feel it when you land at the airport. When you're In fact, when you're in the flight, the, I mean, the pilot is Alakli. The people who says you are, is either is Alakli or Zamalek. You feel it inside. When you're seated in, in, on the flight, the passengers, they, they already know it means you're going to sign now, you know? You just feel it. And the guy who passport control, who gives you him the passport, is they call each other to say, the guy is here, you know? And he land in the morning, 5 a.m., and, and you have seen on the images that the people are already waiting for me at 6 a.m. at the airport. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. That's how you feel. And going to Alakli, going to the to museum, the, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we don't have things like that. I think KSGs have a museum, to be honest, in South Africa. You go there and uh, you see what this club has accomplished. And then you ask yourself, what is it that I'm going to change here? Who am I? I mean, the first thing that they made sure that I take a picture with is the trophy from FIFA, the club of the century. You know, they take you there. You know, it's like the sacred place, you know, and, and they show you all the trophies. I mean, how many trophies? Those guys have won trophies. I don't know how many times they really will tell you. I mean, you just have to count the stars on top of the bench, and each star is 10, 10 years. We talk about La Decima at Mamre Sundowns. So that is one year. That is one star. They have, I think, 90 or whatever. I don't know how many stars they have, those guys. So you're just uh, dropping the notion, man. You know, you know, buddy. And they won the Champions League eight times. So when you come to that, they put you there, and the whole media is there. And then you go meet the president, and oh, what a day. Uh, it's full. It's like, I don't know what is it like, you know. I thought the presence in South Africa are huge because you guys always support me. And everything. I mean, there is like, I don't know what is it like, you know. You know, how, you know how many publications they have, a lot of newspapers. So, yeah, it was big, it was huge to meet the board and everybody. Yeah, a big day for me. It's a big club. You, you just keep playing football, you know. We played on Friday, the Champions League. You're playing on Tuesday. We 
playing a game on the weekend. We, you're just playing football and it's a, you're in a whirlpool. So there's not much to do to see. Uh, Mark, I haven't seen the country. I was fortunate that I went to the Red Sea last week at the Suez to see also the Suez Canal, but from the bus, remember? Because we had a game there. And you don't see much. But uh, yeah, I'm humbled if if there is a, a the trigger or there is, if I might be part of, I might be a catalyst or a change or, or news making to our local coaches. And I don't want to talk about Black coach, uh, Mark, I'm not playing a race card to you, but I'm just saying, I just feel I'm an international coach. Eh? I think I'm an African coach. I don't look at it like as white coach or black coach. I look at it as, a, as, a, as an African coach. You know, I'm an international coach. I've been an international coach ever since I've been at Bafana. So I, I'm humbled of what you're saying, that the impact. But um, yeah, thanks God, we, 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 it's about time. And I've always spoken about it, that uh, we can do something. Yeah, we can show what South Africa is about. And thanks to PSL for giving me the opportunity. Thanks to Marlene Sundowns. Thanks to all the teams in there that they really sharpened the saw that we could test what we're doing outside. It's the PSL. And uh, thanks to Dr. Koza, I mean, I mean, the chairman even gave me an award. So thanks to everything. That's why. I always said that PSL is one of the strongest in the in the continent. So this really sharpened me and you guys also with media, you know, to make sure that we ask the right questions, positive criticism that we can improve. We are joined now by Marcos Pellegrin, La Liga Santander's managing director in South Africa, who will give us an insight into the work being done by the organization on the African continent. La Liga opened their office in Johannesburg in 2015, and they've since been involved in a number of initiatives to improve coaching and grassroots football in the Kasafa region. Welcome, Mr. Pellegrin. You uh, recently signed a memorandum of understanding with Kasafa, which has immediately led to two pairs of under-17 boys and girls having a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to visit Spain next year. Can you tell us a bit more about this trip? Well, thank you very much, guys. It's a pleasure to be with you today, um, for sure. Um, so we're very happy about this initiative that we are working on with COSAFA. The idea is to bring the two MVPs from the uh, boys and girls under 17 sides to visit Spain in order to have a wonderful experience to train with a couple of clubs to, to explain what's La Liga and its clubs about how do we breathe football in Spain and, and obviously, to, if possible, to take a couple of skills back home. Can I ask you, um, what are some of the other initiatives that you hope to compete in this, uh, in this partnership with Kasafa in the coming years? Well, these kind of initiatives like the one we just discussed, plus youth festivals that we've been working in the past, talent identification, bring La Liga clubs closer to Southern Africa, education in some areas that are for the FAs are some of the areas that we want to focus on. But obviously, we want to be always very creative. With COSAFA, we, we sit every couple of months to develop new ideas and, and discuss future projects. Uh, can I just ask, you know, why did La Liga decide to set up an office on the African continent? If I'm not mistaken, you are the first of the world's major leagues to do so. Yes, indeed. Um, it was a very obvious choice because um, we are a global league. We have 2.8 billion in audience. Uh, Spain is a, a country of only less than 50 million population, so our fans are all over the world. We came to be closer to our fans in Southern Africa and indeed in the whole continent. We later on, we deployed in, in seven other countries like Nigeria, 
Tanzania, Angola, Cameroon, Senegal, uh, Morocco, and Egypt. And, and that's all. We, we want to be closer to our fans. We want to talk to them in, in their languages. We want to bring La Liga closer to every African fan. And outside of Kosafa, uh, what other associations and leagues are you working with? We've been working with the Kenyan League. Uh, that's uh, right now. Uh, we still don't know what will happen. We do have an MOU with uh, Botswana Premier League. Uh, we've been working with El Salvador government, so with also with the FA. All over the con- all over the world, we do have 35 MOUs in place. Memorandum of Understanding with different FAs and, and leagues. The Thai League, the G League in Japan is like one out of eight, five countries we do have uh, uh, an agreement in place in order to collaborate together. Do you believe that uh, there is the potential for the Southern Africa as a region to have more players at clubs in Spain? And, and what do you think we need to do to get there? 100% there is more potential because indeed from Southern Africa, we have zero players right now in La Liga, but the talent is here. That's undeniable. I think these kind of activities uh, and projects like workshops with COSAFA, uh, the, the trips to Spain, uh, bringing La Liga clubs closer to the region, that will help in the near future. So they will focus more on talent identification in the region. And also the region looks more to Spain, you know, like I want to be there because one of the best leagues in the world and they will take care of me, etc. La Liga has obviously continues to be extremely popular on the continent, but for the COVID pandemic, have you found that you res- your plans have been a bit restricted, both in Spain and in Africa? Have you found it to be very restrictive? They've been restricted in some areas, but also they've been expanded in, in other ones. Obviously, the biggest impact is not being able to have fans in the stadium. But uh, in Africa, we've developed different initiatives that we wouldn't have been able to develop them uh, without COVID-19. For example, the esports tournament between Orlando Pirates and Real Sociedad or the Ekasi Flavor pre-match day um, show with Olisola, uh, Babam Tetua, etc. So in some areas... It's been hard, but also gave us the opportunity to think out of the box and develop new projects. So obviously, we're looking forward to have the the fans back to the stadiums as soon as possible. Um, And financially, the clubs have been damaged, but more or less it's everything under control. And I think we will be coming out of this situation stronger than we were. Just lastly, um, you know, obviously the, the environment is not right at the moment, but going into the future, you know, we've had Barcelona come and play in South Africa. I think Atletico Madrid have been here as well. Do you foresee um, Spanish clubs perhaps coming to either train, pre-season training, or, or perhaps play some friendly matches here in on the African continent? Hopefully, yes. Indeed, in the last five years, Barcelona, Atletico and Sevilla have played in Nigeria, South Africa and Tanzania. Hopefully, this will keep happening. Um, as you know, logistically, it's quite difficult. We don't have winter break that some of the clubs that come to South Africa because they play leagues with winter break. As La Liga South Africa, we will keep working on, on, on trying to do this happening because at the end, it raises the profile of the league and also definitely the, the profile of the club in the country. 
That's it from another episode of the Kasafa Show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back in a fortnight with more interviews from some of the leading figures in the game, as well as looking back at the Kasafa Zonal Qualifiers for the 2021 Africa U20 Cup of Nations that is currently on the go in Nelson Mandela Bay. In the meantime, you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoladuma Radio, Kasafa.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. And you can also get the latest news from that under-20 tournament via our website at www www.crossoff.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Goodbye. Goodbye.